Welcome to the Voice of the Force, Temple Archives Comics. Uh, this week we are doing Darth Vader, Volume 3, The Shoe to Run War. My name is Noma, and I am joined by my co-host, Dan. Hey, yo. And Ed. Hello. How are you guys doing today? I am awake, and I'm good to go. My tea is here right next to me, so I'm good to go. <laughs> I've already drained my coffee, so yeah, I think we are ready to rock. Uh, Ed, do you mind telling the listeners what this podcast is about real quick? Yeah, for Temple Archives, we summarize stories for you from either TV episodes or comic books or regular novels. Uh, we discuss how it relates to Legends and canon material, have a quick discussion about what the story actually was, and then try to figure out where it fits in the timeline, if it's clearly distinct if it's somewhere we like you know in between this or in ages past it's like okay has the hyperspace war happened yet okay cool has the clone wars happened yet okay cool is the emperor here now okay cool we can figure out where this is but we let you know i'm mm. pretty sure this is like free episode one right Dark oh Vader. definitely it has to be <laughs> don't you know this is high republic stuff man yeah man, that's what i thought yeah <laughs> this is something from 2015 what are you talking about before we get into the book, I just want to let you guys know how you can get a hold of us. You can get a hold of us over at voiceoftheforce.com where you can see all of our episode posts. You can listen to all our uh, episodes on a SoundCloud player in each uh, post there. You can also comment on each of those posts if you have any comments that you want to share with us. There's also a form on the webpage that you can send us thoughts if you want to contact us that way. You can also find our shop on there and we have uh, Voice of the Force t-shirts and stuff over at Public, I believe. Uh, you can find us on uh, voiceoftheforce at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Again, is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts about what we're talking about today. Uh, you can also find us on social media at Twitter and Instagram at voiceforcepod. Retweeting and reposting our episode tweets does help with our growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And we don't just say that to say it. We really do appreciate it if you do that. We also very much appreciate if you listen, rate, and review, and also subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. If you review us with five stars and leave a comment, it helps with other people finding us on podcast platforms. So again, we don't just say that. It honestly means so much to us when we see comments on there and reviews. It really helps us understand if you're liking what we're doing, and it gives other people an idea of what we do before they even listen. So remember to listen to the outro of this episode to find out what we will be covering in the next Temple Archives episode. I feel like all we're missing there is the remember to hit the bell for notifications. <laughs> like, subscribe. Hit, smash, that, hit, <laughs> smash that subscribe button, hit that like button, and leave a yeah, comment right? section. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what that segment is. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> now that we have that hatred flowing through our veins, let's head into Darth Vader. So, Darth Vader, Volume 3, The Shoot to Run War. So this is Darth Vader Annual Number 1 and Issues 16 to 19. Make sure you read Annual Number 1 first. It makes more sense that way. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> yep. No, that's fair. So the author is Kieran Gillen. The cover artists are Kare Andrews and Mark Brooks. And the penciler is Salvador LaRocca. If I mispronounced any of your names, I apologize. Cover is... It's a very, very nice Stark Empire picture. We've got Vader with a stormtrooper and a TIE pilot. We've got a whole bunch of other troopers on the front, some ADATs in the foreground, and some TIE fighters behind them. It's, uh, it's definitely... a dark scout trooper, too, man. That thing looks freaking awesome. 
Yeah, right. Pilot? Oh no, I see what you mean. There's a yeah, in the corner. Too, yeah. It's it's definitely interesting. It it's kind of the most. I don't want to say generic, but it, it kind of gives away the least out of all the Darth Vader covers we've seen it's so also far. It's a super movie poster. I mean, see, to me, it's, it's still, after you read it, and there's a certain line, show of force, mm. and this, to me, like, is that. Yeah, you get the ad right there, that, their, their laser fire out. Everything from it. It's yeah. just like, this. you look at this, and there's nowhere on this page where you don't see Empire, because in the in the background, where the by the Stormtrooper's gun... It looks like smoke that's coming out from it, but like if you if you kind of like look at it on your peripherals, it could be like the emperor's face looking down. Oh yeah. Like yeah, you really have to twist it to see that, but in a sort of way, you already see Vader there. You it's just not know that your mind is warped by the emperor, so you see him everywhere. <laughs> I might be one of the children. You never know. You are. Right. <laughs> I also love the the comment that's on the front of it. it. Says Darth Vader fans need to check this out or this book out. It's like, no, and it's by like, Adventurer. It's by the website adventurersinpoortaste.com. Oh god, <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. It's just so funny. Right. Um, but you no, know, I I think this looks like a movie poster for sure. Like it, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know if you've ever noticed, but like the Star Wars movie posters <laughs> have like that triangle like... formation where it's like it's oh, a wide yeah, base yeah. on the bottom and it goes up to the top where there's like one character. That one character yeah. is Vader, right? So, fun art fact, uh, whenever you see something like that, it's because they are trying to lead your eye to whatever is at the top point of the triangle. And that makes a whole bunch of sense. Yep, that is... I can't remember what they call that, but yeah, no, that's something I, so I remember The only thing learning. I know about <laughs> photography and art is the rule of thirds, and this has that, so I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, right, rule of thirds, golden ratio, but I don't think that one's in here. <laughs> Silver ratio, thank you for yeah, your persona. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's head into the synopsis. We would be honored if you would join us. Darth Vader goes to the planet of Shu Tarun to increase production of the planet's mineral resources. However, what should be a simple mission quickly turns into a maze of political intrigue and deception as Vader deals with enemies from without and within his own ranks. All right, nice short little synopsis to not give too much away. So with that being said, let's uh, head into the spoiler-free section. So uh, yeah, overall, what were you guys' thoughts on Shooter Run War? Calling it a war is un... Oh my god, I was, uh, I was about to say unfair to war. I don't oh my god. Be, be, be careful with this, because remember, it's a spoiler-free segment. Yeah, but, yeah, no, but this is, in a general assumption, it's like, that, that is a clickbait title. Kind of, yeah. war. Because you go into it expecting this massive conflict, and it's just mm -hmm. a bunch of skirmishes between angry families. Mm -hmm. It's it's not a war. It's still very interesting. Not what and Star it, Wars it, is all about, though? Well, Star Wars, but this doesn't even qualify. Oh, I mean, like, like Family Feuds. Uh, no, <laughs> don't, don't bring sequel things into this. For real, like, it was, it felt like, you know... If you've ever read any of the Forgotten Realms books, it just sounds like a bunch of drow angry at each other. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's yeah, perfect. it's it's not a war. It's well, this house said something bad about Wolf. Let's kill. Okay. Yeah, this house they they don't want to call me Quaid. Uh, they want to respect the Empire. Okay. <laughs> Is that spoilers? Nah, I mean. Mm -hmm enemies within and without but no i mean that's a good point it's it does it does kind of just feel more like an rpg quest mm -hmm. where it's just you know 
hit these hit these areas, attack these people, win quest, leave planet, go to next planet. Kind of, it is very quick. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Off the bat, because this was something that that we were talking about a bit before the podcast. Going into this novel, I wasn't expecting a lot of political intrigue, mm-hmm. or you know, kind of it, uh, even then political intrigue. It's not a lot of political intrigue, but you know that kind of social hierarchy and trying to navigate ranks and stuff like that. I, you know, I didn't think I, I would see that, and I wasn't. I didn't think I would enjoy that. But it is interesting. It, it is something that kind of spices it up from what would be a normal kind of war against, uh, you know. Star Wars, typical Star Wars enemies, I think. Mm. Um, I just wanted to say with with this whole volume, um, it was it, it definitely gave you a feel for Vader. Like if you wanted more Vader, the the front of the the cover was like spot on. Darth Vader fans need to check this book out like a hundred and ten percent. If you want to <laughs> see Vader be Vader and just rample, this is the comic for you. Um, mm. He has some really awesome points in it. It does have um, some things that kind of are um, not throwbacks, but like uh, homages to other things that have happened in the Star Wars um, timeline. And uh, I thought overall it was a fun read. It actually was one of the quicker reads that I have read for the comics in uh, our recent Temple Archive stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But it was, I didn't put it down. Like I didn't pause between the chapter or the issues. Um, it was a fun read, and I would highly recommend it for people. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. If you're, you know, like Dan said, if you're a Darth Vader fan, you should read the Darth Vader series. It makes sense. And it's it's 2015, so it's older, but it definitely holds up. Like, it doesn't feel like, oh, this is no longer valid. Like, there's no reason that I should read it, right? Like, there's mm-hmm. still stuff in here that's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. Mind you, like we're saying, it's issues sixteen to nineteen. And that's just a chunk of that overall story because things that are happening outside are still happening at mm. this time, and it'll draw you in to the point where you won't even know by the time you're on issue twenty three because you've kept going at this point because it is that interesting. And even when you you think the war is done and you want to believe so, but you think something else is going to happen, so you're just like, oh, okay. Well, he did say he was leaving, but this and this, so... It's it's a story that you want to start with and not stop at that point. You shouldn't mm-hmm. stop at just, we're going to talk about this, but please, after this, keep going. Because that that arc or section of story is fantastic. Mm. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more point, sorry, that I forgot to mention is the art. The art is great. Salvador LaRocca does a fantastic job with the art in this uh this comic the the angles he uses for vader very intimidating um and just the interactions between the characters and the facial expressions and everything it's i don't know how to describe this art it's got like a not a pastel but like a painted look to it i don't know if you agree with me noma but like it's it's yeah, not like your you normal like smooth it's it's comic. it's a very it's a very saturated color yeah which sure. i think really works for the location that they're on because it's a mining world mm-hmm. so you really get those kind of intense it's 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 got a very intense orange palette which i think is good because that kind of brings a lot of of life to the characters yeah and uh yeah but it is definitely a a not super stylized but a very stylized uh kind of take on on 
the Star Wars universe. Yeah, overall, it just it, it adds a nice little flair, I think, to the Star Wars universe. Kind of makes it a little feel a little bit more vibrant. Yeah, and I like that about the comics is that it gives you more Star Wars content, but it also gives you a look at other types of mediums. Even though that they're all comics, you get different art styles, and that gives you a little bit more the artist's more interpretation for the characters and for how they believe that their stature is and you know that kind of stuff just the colors and the reflections of colors and things like that it really mm. does bring the comic to life yeah so with that being said i can tell we're all itching to get into the spoiler discussion Ooh, so funny. yeah from here on out uh spoilers ahead if you haven't read the book you know and you do want to read the book stop here go listen or go listen go go read shooter on war and then come back uh, because we're just going to be talking about everything here. So, yeah, one last time, spoiler warning, spoilers ahead. Let's start talking about the juicy details. The first thing that is is kind of jarring for me, especially because I read this before I read Vader Down, is, you know, the comic just opens, and Vader just opens the coffin and is like, hey, so Carbon, mm-hmm. he's dead. <laughs> it's just like, I, oh, so he wasn't a challenge, huh? And then I read Vader Down and realized, oh, okay. That's when they fight. <laughs> yeah, Carbon is, uh, he's built up to be this foil for Vader, but obviously he has no force powers. He's just like a Grievous clone that's, I would say, even less threatening. Um, oh, but, well, yeah, because Grievous actually killed some people. Yeah. <laughs> a I mean, lot of people. I mean, Carbon, yeah, I think yeah. Carbon killed somebody in the in the last Vader down. Like, not obviously Vader, but like other heroes or something. Did he? I thought he killed someone. Because he was at the end of, like, when he was the threat of the comic series, he mm. he had killed someone or done, done something to piss off Vader. Um, I just don't remember exactly what. Um, but, yeah, no, Carbon is a pretty forgetful character in, in total. Um, uh, uh, Darth Vader volumes and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think the main character of those characters is definitely Silos. Silos? Yeah. Well, He's the guy he that's comes in charge. Up yeah, and he comes up more later, but, like, I don't know. There, there's a whole thing with Silos and all of the, you know, quote, apprentices that he makes for, for this arc mm-hmm. that kind of kind of bugs me a little bit, where he goes, like, yes, all of these people are equal in power to Lord Vader, and they can each hold their own against them, and they all go down so fast. Of it's, course it's... he thinks that, because he's, <laughs> you know, he's kind of self self-involved he's, he's instrumental like, uh... in in what happened with vader but mm. i don't think carbon is too forgettable only because it's so odd seeing a mon calamari head on top of that. body. yeah, yeah it, it's it's so jarring and it is kind of scary in its own way he's like you imagine a big fish head coming up to you like <laughs> you'd be like oh my god i just i, I picture but, like the grievous body like on the ceiling you hear the thing and his head like slowly descends from the ceiling goes exactly it would be scary and funny but you would be too scared to laugh because you don't know and so you'd be holding it in but yeah. you have the stupid grin on your it's face it's really hard to take a mon callus seriously as a villain it's really yeah, hard yeah so like them doing that and then just throwing him away because like even when he throws him down in front of the emperor and his eyes are still like wide open <laughs> yeah. he's just dead he's yeah, like Car- yeah I brought you a present uh-huh. yeah and he's like, are those lightsaber wounds, Lord Vader? And it's like, no, what do, what do you think happened to him? He yeah. fell down the stairs and yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out. But yeah, no, Carbon is definitely the most visually distinct and remember 
is the easiest to remember mm-hmm. out of all of them. Because then, yeah, and this, silos. Uh, carbon. carbon okay. si- silos, I completely forgot about. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, well, he's just dude with Rodian Eye who talks a big game, who talks a big game, and then nothing happens. Yeah. He's a weak Bond villain at this point. So full yeah, of himself, sure. so much believing that his plan is going to work. Like, he has all the belief in it in the world. He thinks he's going to outsmart everybody when really they've been tracking him the entire time. So, like, ah, oh, we know. We just, we just needed something that, you know, we needed probable cause so we could take drastic measures. That's all it was. And then he yeah. got it. So, good job. Yeah, now exactly. dealing with the actual issues like he was an itch <laughs> in the nose for these guys at this point and yet meanwhile he's sitting there in his quote-unquote grandeur thinking oh yeah i'm great i'm awesome and i can really split this empire and they're only here because like yeah but you have all our science techniques so could you not otherwise we will have to kill you but then we'll look bad so do something yeah. else stupid and then we can kill you looking good Oh, look, yeah. he's a traitor. He's a traitor. Get well, that's, that's the other thing. He gets given up so quickly because, yeah, huh. going into that as well, where we have Morit and Aeolin in this issue who are, you know, in quotes, working alongside Vader. And it's like, yeah, but no. if you know anything about the Sith, you can see where this plot line is going. Yeah, you see it a mile away and it's... Yeah. You still want to enjoy the ride, but you know, you know, mm. and it's not just because you don't see them in other content or anything like that. It's just like, like you said, this is the, this is the way for yeah. these guys. Like it's gonna, it's gonna only end up one way. And yeah. in the panel where you see them going like, okay, three, two, <laughs> and it's just like, no, no. I was, yeah. The fact that he even met them with sabers was just a sort of a, you know what? He said, show my merit. So I'm going to at least go through these motions. It almost mm-hmm. felt like because like they're they seem to be on the same level. I don't care if Silos thinks they're good enough for Vader. Like <laughs> They're on the same level of Cal for me where it's just like, you know, mm. OK. And he couldn't touch. He just picked him up and was just like, if you don't run, I'm going to choke you. I'm going to break your neck mm-hmm. and I'm not going to sweat while doing it. So if you could please kindly. So with these two, it's just like, oh, yeah. Oh look, you lost your help because you pushed her into. Okay, let's go. Yeah, that was that was like the worst time to betrayal I've ever seen. Right, <laughs> but and like because they were, it, I hate those kind of characters because they're trying too hard mm. to be Sith. Where you could do something like that so much better. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. the story is bad. I'm just saying like that no, yeah, bad timing. And yeah, it was if, the if perfect you're... mentality to give them because they're wannabes and try mm. hard so hard for it that it's just like okay. Let's let's let me do this, and it's like okay, well you sacrificed her. Now what? Okay, and then until we meet again, it's like what the yeah, I and then know. he runs away. <laughs> so yeah, like, it's I, like, so um... why did you? Do... All am, of it was stupid. Am I the only one who thinks that Aeolin looks like uh, Avar Chris? These two mm, characters yeah. more in Aeolin, like they really reminded me of the Inquisitorious, and like, like that a... sort of initiative, though yeah. to a lesser degree because a they're not force sensitive, and uh, b they are not even a threat like. Zero threat to anybody. Yeah, yeah, they're, um, they're like the step below the Inquisitors. Yeah, I would say it's a it's a backup initiative that this Silos guy came up with. Right? He's like, mm-hmm. oh, I saw the. He's like, basically, he talked to Vader and was like, hey, can I copy your homework? And yeah, and like, yeah, just copy a little bit, just change it. A bit. Yeah, don't change. Yeah, just change it so it looks different. Yeah, and that's what this even, is. But I wouldn't be... even say it's a backup plan though at that point because like think of the how the Emperor works, right? Like he's got all these things running simultaneously. And it's like which which one's the best one and how is that gonna yeah. work out? Yeah. Throw everything at the wall, see what's yeah. to be fair, the... this came out before Rebels did. Yeah, yeah. So the Emperors weren't a thing yet. Yeah. Um... The 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 one thing that I did actually like though with Morit Naolin was I did think it was interesting that as the comic progresses, 
Vader's like quasi training them. Yeah. Yeah. And, I think he's like, testing them, that's... not really training though. Well, and, and that's, but that's the thing. That's what I like. It's it, a mental it, it, thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like what I liked was it appears like he's training them. And then, yeah, at the end, it kind of he, he kind of says, you know, I was testing you and, and you failed. Yeah. But I thought I thought that was interesting. And that's actually why the first time I read it, their betrayal was actually a little bit surprising to me. Like, I, I was like, ah, I, I assume that they will. But mm-hmm. as it keeps going, you're like, oh, OK, they they, they kind of hint at maybe they're going to realize Vader's a better trainer than Silos is mm-hmm. and join up with him instead. And then it doesn't pan out. Yeah. But I thought that was like a, a, a neat little you know plot thread that they kind of dangle in front of you. It, it you know it spices it up so you're not just the entire time reading being like okay when's the betrayal coming you know yeah we do yeah. get the other silos um person i can't remember her name but she's the one with the drones oh helps. scientist lady yeah the <laughs> oh, basically didn't the, you call the her like farseer or something yeah farseer i think is what her name is or her title she was cool she reminds I mean... me of the character from i think it's overwatch the one with the multiple drones or whatever i can't remember oh, uh, symmetra symmetra, I think? symmetra yeah 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 kind of reminds me of that and um she she was interesting. Like she wasn't a foil. She was actually something to just help. Um, mm. And they basically proved to you know, the the Shutoran people that are rebelling that this is not a good idea. Um, mm. And so we got her, and that's basically everything with Silos. Um, moving into more of like the Shutoran people, we get yeah, um, the real meat and potatoes. Yeah, we get basically we get set up with uh, in the annual that Vader's going to this place. They don't want him to be there. The king tries to kill him and his daughter and uh, they get to the throne room and it turns out by the time they got there that triple zero and bt1 have already uh killed the king with a heart attack and by a heart attack he means he shot them in the chest (laughs) in the heart (laughs) (laughs) and uh trios is now queen um which is pretty interesting making the youngest person in the family that's the only survivor of that family the the queen of this place Mm. um and we have the foil of baron rubik's cube or sorry, Baron Rubik's. Yeah, cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's man, spelt the same. Yeah, it, it's just, man. He's a villain where he's I've never seen Malfoy. I get why yeah. he's wanting to rebel because it's his. You know, it's uh, it's a planet that has been in you know in their clutches for so long. They're you know they want to keep the tradition up and they want to keep their money and everything. Like you get it. Mm. It's like that's it's... how people are, right? But then when it's, some yeah. intruder comes in and tries to take it over and tell you what to do, they're like, no, we're going to screw you up. Yeah, but it's my, a small, my... sorry, it's a small yeah. scale confederacy at this point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and that's, if you have to think of it on scale. Exactly. And I mean, in itself, you know, the issue is still, still fun and interesting and I did still enjoy it, but it's just because of the scenarios. It, I never like looked at, Rubik's as an actual villain because no, it's like he's a foil. Darth he's Va- it, well, yeah, exactly. Because it's Darth Vader versus guy. this guy. Yeah, <laughs> power is money. I mean, the it's one like, thing hmm. that they have that Vader didn't like know about until he encountered it was like the ship that comes out of the lava, and he's like, "Oh, the outside is durable, so I'm gonna get into the ship and cut holes in it, and then jump out, and the lava is gonna flow into it, and it's gonna destroy yeah, right? it on the inside." And that's great. It's it worked well. It's. It's just it's it's just because it's a, the enemy's a baron. It just becomes this escalating cycle of well, we have this fancy tech because it starts off with like the refinery thing. Yeah. It was like we have this refinery, and then Vader just sinks it into the lava. And I go well, uh, we have this battleship, and then Vader cuts holes full yeah. of it and sinks it. And goes well, I still have my house, and yeah. then Vader just slams into it and annihilates the whole thing. Exactly. It's just it's just oh, I feel you know it, it's it's to be it fair. They don't really know Vader. Like they've not really 
like yeah, and, and with I, them, right? In the and force. I think that that's the whole reason to say is interesting, right? Because for me, at least, it was it was reading the comic and just being like, okay, so we need to get to the point where where the Baron, you know, Browns his pants, realizing, yeah. oh God, I can't stop this monster man that I've that I've angered. They say it in the comic <laughs> it's where it's like, sorry, Ed, go ahead, and I'll I'll yeah. finish it off. Because they know the Empire, because they're working with them, mm. and everything like that to this point. But then, yeah, like you say, he's grabbing at all the straws in his house, being just like, again, throwing more stuff at the wall. Just fire everything! Yeah. Like, <laughs> Sorry, I'm quoting sequels, though. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, no, you, you, there is nothing that could possibly work other than, you know what, if you had surrendered after the first thing. But th the reaction he has is great, where it's just like, Oh my god, all my finest soldiers are out dealing with Vader right now. Oh no, there's more coming. Don't worry. He grabs his daughter and starts running. Like, you're gonna get murdered right now. Or <laughs> yeah, she's right. gonna get murdered in front of you. R runs right outside the door. It's like, oh, I think that was the browning the pants moment right there. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh, yeah, bye. You're gonna. And he's just like, oh yeah, he's gonna pull that whole, like, hmm, yeah, you know, I'll say this concession thing because you're forcing me to and it's duress. And I'll come apologize to you. I'll walk up to your face. I'm never gonna accept any punishment. You kill right. him. <laughs> Just kill him. There was oh man, part with Vader and and that Baron guy, Baron Rubix, um, was when he was by himself. And he was kind of talking to his his um, council, I guess, around him. And he was saying like, "We can deal with normal people, but this guy's dealing in sorcery. Like they had no idea that this guy had these powers, mm. and so that's really and, what, what screwed them because they had no idea. And, how and to that's deal with it. and that's why Silo yeah. comes in to help." And that's the great that's the great payoff, right? Is them realizing like, oh god, we accidentally pissed off a monster. Yeah, exactly. And there's no just this redemption. force of rage. Yeah, just oh god, we're all gonna die. And it, you know, that is definitely I think that's the politics part of this comic that I really like. Is you know, when Vader's first shows up, they they force him to do to go to that gala, and yeah. then they they force him to dance, even though he's like, N what? No, I don't dance. And yeah. they're like, oh, custom, you to have dance, to. And he, like, starts choking the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, is this dancing enough? But, you know, they, they kind of, like... Who would like to be my next partner? And everybody's like, what the fuck? Yeah, right? They, they try to force him in. And you, you kind of just see that... I, I love that unyielding side of Vader. Mm -hmm. Where, you know, it's 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 the, the Anakin arrogance turned up to a million. Yeah. yeah. Where he's just, I don't like this. No. I think about Vader is that he you doesn't like have it? to give... Like, he can just give in to the dark side and do these things yeah. that he wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, on the facade. it's a really interesting thing because like the only time reading this made me feel like I was actually playing a mission in the Old Republic or something as a Sith warrior yeah, is you okay. can swap that interchangeably with it because it just it feels like you have another like it's just like yeah like Barris sends you off to do something like all right I'm doing it my way though yeah. and then you can picture him on Alderaan for example right mm -hmm. dealing with that old family and then walking up and he's like oh yeah so, oh, don't worry, House Organa can stop. Yeah, literally, this is no, literally no, that you whole can't. quest line. Yeah. <laughs> Walk into the room, throw a guy up on the screen, and just be like, yeah, okay, no. This, yeah, is, this is my show now. <laughs> yeah. Like, everything he did in this was just like, yeah. Can I just say, for, yeah, I'm, for I'm I hate Barris in Star He's terrible. <laughs> I hate him. Um, we also get Triple Zero and BT1 in this, and uh, a little bit more um, murder droid. What did you think, Noma? Because I know you're kind of getting introduced to these characters still. Like you're still kind of getting to know them. You know that they're crazy and they just want yeah. to kill everything. But how do you, what do you think of what we saw there? Like he was, you know, his interaction with the other protocol droid and like the, 
the blood-sucking droids that he wanted to create, the commando-type droids that he had? Yeah, so so this issue is actually, and again, this is definitely why I like Shooter on War. Um, this issue is where I really started to like Triple Zero and BT. I feel like they really start coming into their own and becoming something that isn't just like oh, Evil Three PO and R two. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Comic relief, right? You you see you see how, especially with Triple Zero, you you really get to see how insane that mind of his is when it comes to anything murder related yeah the triple zero matrix is very screwed up yeah no because when when he's like but what if we made the droids suck the blood and use that to run off people i was like oh my god what (laughs) what the hell is going on in that brain and then you know it works perfectly because the soldiers the soldiers surrender and are basically screaming please don't feed us to your blood-sucking battle droids yeah it's just like man triple zero what did you do he's like yeah i don't know they just had the mindset of apparently they, we suck blood. I don't know where they got that yeah, idea. I don't know. And then you smash cut to when he was giving the speech. Well, yeah. we saw it earlier, right? When he's giving mm-hmm. the speech and Vader's not there. And just, I, I love that when he's just going on about like, ah, oh, we'll be an unstoppable droid force yeah. with a thin metal line. We're going to just devour these humans yeah. and, and become unstoppable. And it's like, oh my God. This is like Warhammer for Noma in <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. Exactly. Basically, it, it's, it's, it's a coronate droid of all things. Yeah. And his other coronate droid psychic is just one of them wants blood and the other one wants to kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's good that in I, I believe it's in these issues as well. You kind of get the backstory a bit more on Triple Zero, um, and he's explaining it to the Afra's Afra's friend. And he's just like, yeah, or Afra's friend is saying like the whole history of the Triple Zero Matrix and when it oh, escaped from quarantine. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's just like, oh, yeah, you know, apparently it was so smart, it shot a part of its own brain out that stopped him from doing stuff, and then yeah. he just disappeared for three years until they caught him, and then had to just throw him back in quarantine because they couldn't destroy him. I was like, oh, yeah, no, funny that. Give me back my arms, please. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, no, you're the triple zero, you're Matrix. Yeah. Can I have my arms back now? <laughs> I, I, love the, I love the part when he's talking to the droids, and he's like, yeah. I don't know why they thought that these droids had blood-sucking needles implanted in them. And it's like every single one of them had these things implanted in them from uh, right. from him working on them for the little, also, last little bit. So yeah, with um, those characters, there's I think there's enough intrigue in this in this book that makes you want to like keep on reading. Like it doesn't. It, I never wanted to put the comic book down. Like I said before, mm. uh, the only time I did want to put it down was at the very near the very end when we got Tag back. Um, I really didn't want to read that part. But I was yeah, just like, yeah, you're was right. like, yeah just... he's mentioned at the beginning oh, yeah. of the book by Emperor Palpatine, and he's meant he's, he comes in as a hologram near the end, and you're just like, God damn it, man, why are you here? Just go, <laughs> go, get out of well, here. Well, you're also you're also horrifically biased against Tag, which I you know just I'm think not gonna. He's a terrible character. He's just <laughs> awful. His hairstyle is is atrocious. His his personality of thinking, not his personality, but his thought process of thinking. I can best Vader at any point mm. is awful. Like you cannot best Vader and he never does. <laughs> so I just think he's a, he's a, he's a foil that doesn't foil. He's a foil that foils up on himself. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I feel like for, for hear tag, tag I, I, well, I think the only reason that I don't mind him being in it, it too much and, and throwing his weight around and stuff like that is because it, really kind of fleshes out his character for um, episode four. You know, it kind of explains why this entire, you know, out of all the people who would speak up against Vader in that meeting, it would be Tag, right? I think this is... Give me a second. 
You continue your thought. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say to be fair, he does go in a little bit too hard in these comics, where there are definitely points where I'm just going. I do not understand how you live through these conversations, but you know, at the same time, what a Palpatine basically grants him diplomatic Im- yeah. immunity from more, Vader. <laughs> actually, more or less. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, th- that was that was established pretty early, being like, yeah. Because he, he was he was kind of doing that to everybody that sort of you know side giggle in the hallways or mm-hmm. oh so Palpatine was just like you can't just murder everybody we we need these people to do our bidding <laughs> so can you stop please like no yeah. more of this stuff for these people at least and he's like fine but yeah so that's why a lot of them are pushing his buttons but as we see later on in this issue there's another person who shows up and he's just like well we're far away from everybody not. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't matter. Yeah, Although speaking so. of, of Palpatine as well, it the 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 only thing that that kind of irks me a little bit with Palpatine in this comic is it's the same thing we're talking about with Silos, where you know Palpatine sees all these apprentices that Silos has made, and then he turns to Vader and he's like, "Uh, if you want to stay my apprentice, you'll have to keep on your toes. These people will be a real match." And it's the you know it, it makes me think, do you? understand how strong vader is because you should know these guys are all jokes to him right yeah, <laughs> yeah and yeah. see for that i think it's more of a it, he, he damn well knows it's yeah. pure insult and i think it, it hits worse because he knows and oh, it's just like point. it's just like yeah yeah i know how good you are but i'm treating you like shit yeah, <laughs> and, you, and you can't do anything about it <laughs> yeah. it takes place zero aby like it takes okay. place during like after episode Four. Four. Yeah. It's like yeah. during. It's like immediately after. Because we. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we, we have that scene where we're uh, in the earlier comics when Boba Fett. Uh, what's Dan it called? Luke and all that. And... Yeah, and then returns to Vader and tells him. And then yeah. Vader realizes. So picture he, this. Right? It's already been 20 years and he's still doing stuff like this, Dan. Yeah, yeah. right? Which. Right? So which it's like. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say, which just makes me think every time Vader or Vader and Palpatine are talking, he goes, my old friend. And it's like, really? Friend? You're constantly backstabbing me with this. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, but I'm training you. There was that one point where he's like, yeah, "Yeah, Silas is going to join you under the request of Tag. And then Vader just turns around and goes, why? And all I could picture in my head was, Dad, why do you have to do this to me? (laughs) God, I don't like Tag. I don't want Silas. In my stuff. You're let ruining me do my, my life. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the sad thing Leave is that alone. if he wasn't in the armor, that's probably exactly how Anakin would yeah. have been. Oh, yeah. yeah. Stop <laughs> it. Why are you always trying to tell me what to do? I fought in wars, man. Yeah, exactly. I know what I'm doing. I was a you general. Can't stop me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, was I was a general, general. in the Clone Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Can we please get a t-shirt of this, Noma, of just, like, Anakin saying these things with the, with the art style of the... Uh, 2000, I think 2003 Clone Wars, like, you know, like blocky look to Anakin. Oh, yeah, yeah the Samurai Jack style. And it's gonna be like, God, why, Dad? I was like, a general. In the background. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I'll just give him the life voice. I know what I was doing the entire time, Dad. <laughs> no, I'm dark side now. You can't tell me that's I'm me. evil. <laughs> God, I'm just imagining like contrasting this joke with how how distraught I felt watching um I can't even remember the name of the episode, but uh, when Ahsoka fights Vader. Oh yeah. In the yeah, the end of Twilight of the Apprentice. Yeah. That, that's mm. it. <laughs> it's just 
<laughs> your plot just it's just yeah, ripping you, my emotions. Just like, Bye, Soka. Yeah. Oh, Maybe you'll die. You. <laughs> just, I'm, here to, <laughs> I'm here to kill you now. Oh, my helmet. Yeah. I don't believe you again. Well, that's not your decision. It's kind of it's kind of my decision, you know. God, no, don't ruin Rebels for me. <laughs> We're just gonna ruin Anakin now. Oh uh, boy. Anyway, let's get going. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, going back to the Emperor Palpatine stuff. I think I was talking to Ed about this, and uh, the the drawing of Palpatine makes him look disgusting and like so <laughs> evil, and his eyes are so beady, very much like the Rise of Skywalker, um, like glowing almost, which I really <laughs> liked. I liked that and. When that last panel of Palpatine at the beginning of the first issue, I think, um, is when he's talking to Vader and his teeth are all like weird mishmash, like, like you just hear it. I don't know. I like Palpatine. He was pretty fun. This <laughs> <laughs> Ed's dying over here. <laughs> like you said that line so quick, and I'm here like, hold up, the, the last thing of the first of the but yeah, the oh. first issue, the last pan, the last panel of Palpatine in the first issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was a, that was a that was a trip on itself. Uh, yeah. No, I, I was hyping it up way more than it should have been. Why do you have to do this to me, Ed? Go on. <laughs> you realize I'm always gonna do that at the worst times now. Oh Anyhow. no. <laughs> uh, so I think the the last character we kind of touched on her a little bit, but the the other character that's here that's I think is 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 interesting to watch her is Queen Trios. Well. Uh, at the beginning, it's like Princess Trios, but yeah, yeah she's like a very secondary quick. main character. Yeah, and it's she's got an interesting arc. I was talking with that about the, or we were talking with that about this a little bit in the beginning. It's a very fast arc. She hardens herself in over the span of like two or three pages, but she's got yeah. I don't know. I really like her arc. Where in the beginning, it's no, no, no. We have to do the Shutoran style. We have to follow their our politics. Stop, stop destroying my culture, and you know, just watching how quickly Vader gets results. You start to see her going okay. Yeah, I can't, Maybe the Empire's got a point. I think it's more of a, I can't screw with this. Like, I, I have no power in this relationship between us. Yeah, that's true as well. I have to fall in line, otherwise I'm dead. Like, it's, I feel like she's a captive the entire time. Like, even when mm. he then talks back down to her in front of the, yeah. the council or, like, her colleagues or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. Like, and she says, she comes don't do, please don't do that. Yeah. yeah, I need to, if you want me to rule after you leave, you have yeah. to, like, I have to have the air of, you know, I have some sort of power. And he's like, you know what? Mm. Then I will allow that in the chambers but don't ever double guess me and she says okay and then yeah. there's another thing and then he kind of goes back on that and he goes no that's not how we're doing it it's just mm -hmm. gonna happen it's no deal it's just this is how it is yeah and she gets like some severe stockholm after this at some point because it's not just like a, okay we're on the same page it's just like oh no see we're, we're good empire and me family now yeah, right. yes i well, think she, yes, was, I she was happy to finally not have um Vader there anymore and she has like mm. that the general guy with her or not the general but like the captain, the captain. yeah and she's like yeah, I can you dance, dance. <laughs> and he's I like, did oh, like I yeah. yeah I did like that end point yeah. because it shows how as soon as Vader's gone she's like okay no no, no my show again yeah yeah control twist right? the empire yeah. to shoot Toran culture just yeah. yeah doing that whole because as soon as she realizes that the captain is like out of his depth yeah she just immediately goes like, okay, I will be the Vader of this situation now. I yeah. control the planet again. Yeah. And see, that it, that almost confused me for a second because I just thought she was drunk on power and now just <laughs> wanted to have some fun. Because mm. like, so he's like, you know, tell me, Captain, do you 
dance. And there's emphasis in the writing on dance. Like, yeah. mm. well, the, reason, the reason why there's an emphasis mm. on dance is because the Shutoran culture at the beginning in Annual is 1, all about like, it. they have yeah. that dancing uh, part well, of the and, culture. And, it's a huge part. And she's the one explaining to Vader in the beginning the importance yeah. of it, right? And he just ignores it all. But then you see the captains being like, "I oh, okay, I guess I have to pay attention to this. Yeah. Mm. He's like, oh, sure, yeah, I can do that, I think. Yeah. Just, just imagine when, you know, Let's say they come back for a visit sometime, and then the troopers are all in like dance formation, <laughs> and then Vader's just like, you know, this is not what I was supposed to expect when I left you guys. Here. Oh my god! But like, can, can you not? Goddamn! It's supposed to be Empire. Yeah. We're the Empire. Yeah. We don't dance. What are you doing? That's it. This isn't cool. <laughs> you know what? Really? Okay. So the 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 there was parallels in this comic. A the parallel that I saw with this part. Um, mm. was, okay, so Vader comes to a society that has a lot of culture around it, and, you know, there's a princess that he has to make into this queen very, very rapidly. There's a culture of the dancing and all that stuff, but also he doesn't give her leeway. He controls everything that happens, right? Mm. And he's controlling that entire relationship between her and him and the Shutoran people. And then at the very end, uh, the, he has a cube. He has, like, a Rubik's, if you will. Um, no. And he opens it up. And there's a shard of a rock there, right? And it's the mm. shard, uh, like a piece of. She, he gives it to Queen Trios at the end of the first annual, the, the annual that like, takes place before. And he says, "This is for you." And said, "What is it?" And he, he explains that it's the last piece of Alderaan as a reminder of what can happen to um, this planet, right? Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like, this is so cold to Va like as Vader because. There are so many points in this comic in this comic series with Queen, Queen Trios that reflect, in my mind, the relationship that Anakin had with Padme, in a way. Like it not it's not romantic in any way, but like she is a princess, she becomes the queen, you know, there's that whole thing of she has to dance around politics and stuff like that, and he's just he's like, This is not gonna work. We're forcing our way to mm. power in here. And like I it's like it's a different saying. it's a different way that Vader's are going about politics with a queen that like i don't know about you guys but i got not mad vibes of padme with this character but like there is an analog to padme in that and vader doesn't give a crap about that he just mm -hmm. is 100 on the line i think that's why palpatine sent him here is because he knew he was going to do shit like this and he had to interact with queen trios and that was him playing on anakin and padme to make vader have that that yeah, conflict just to inside. make him even angrier and make right. him and like Palpatine does this throughout the comics like he really like we'll get into the next Darth Vader series which is like Vader year one basically and mm. that is a huge thing with Palpatine yeah. and Vader because like I see exactly what you're saying because like you, you remember the Clone Wars episodes where like he's arguing uh, Anakin's arguing with Padme in like the apartment just being, no, like, Padme, you know God. this <laughs> no, is not no. how we do things I, I wasn't going to do the voice, and now I'm going to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But he was just like, yeah, you know, like, we should be able to do this and this what and this, want. and then that's how it should be. And she's like, mm. well, that's what we have, but we have a Senate. And he's just like, we have a way well, of doing that doesn't work. And oh, can, yeah. That, yeah, you can see what's the, Yeah, the, the episode where he gives her his lightsaber, and he's like, oh, this is my my most trusted possession, and exactly. I trust you with it. Oh, and it's like, oh, okay, and again, the manipulation's lightsaber. really... I was just like, oh, Anakin, right. the manipulation's really shining through right now. Yeah, it's, you could see great. it. And it's like, I understand it's coming from a place where you are, you genuinely think you care. To be fair, he's also a teenager not... going through a lot. 
Dude, like, nah, he's like in mid twenties by that point. Yeah, at that point he's he's not. Episode two. Right? Are we talking episode? Yeah, two? no, no, no. we're talking about Clone Wars. This is Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. this is after. Oh, yeah, the, yes. right? Sorry, yes. Yeah, this is the episode where where Cad Bane takes control of the Senate. Yeah, sorry, I'm yeah. thinking well, I'm thinking Clone Wars movie. Sorry. Right. Yeah. Oh, so, I see. So with all of that, and it's just like, okay, you know, here's your round two. It's almost the exact same scenario. Oh, tradition and this and this. They don't have a Senate, but they have this council of dudes. Okay, and I was like, no. I've, it's basically, I've done this before. It doesn't work. We're doing it my way. <laughs> and he doesn't have to have I any qualms about it. He's not any rules nothing, against Nothing, because he's yeah, that yeah. guy at the top now in this situation that can make he those choices. Power. And he's, yeah. and like I at this point, All that fence up. It's an, it's an interesting distinction, yeah, because you know, for most of Clone Wars, he's he's a lot nicer in the Gennady Tartovsky Clone Wars, but you do kind of see that Anakin usually is confused, like not confused, but doesn't he basically just like goes along with with most alien cultures that he meets just because it's the Jedi thing to do, right? Yeah, he's not accepting that he of them because he has to be. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, because he does clash with a lot of their ideas, uh, ideals like the pacifists constantly. Right? Yeah. yeah. And and so it's nice to see you know that that hard distinction between Anakin and Vader, where when it's Vader, it's just no, my way, no yeah. no compromise. Because we, I don't we care see about it, any of this. We see it like twice back when he's with the the Toydarian. He's just like he, he can't use my tricks. I mean, he's like, I'm gonna use a fucking mind trick yeah. on you, and he yeah. starts to choke him. And it's just <laughs> yeah. like that. And then what? there was the one with the guy holding um. Satine and Obi Wan, and he's like, "Oh, oh can I show you? you can't hit me because you're oh, hey, just, just coming to stab him." Back. Back. Yeah, and the Vader music plays point. in the background. I and love I was just that like, moment. See, yeah. those are the two that come to mind because they only give you the you know what's gonna happen, so they give you little bits. But these are the decisions the he makes terrorist. like every day now at this yeah, point yeah. because those are the things he wanted to do. Because look, he's like, "What problem's done now? Yeah, what he was gonna it's blow up the ship. Care of I'm justified." Yeah. Exactly, and he's not wrong, which is the mm-hmm. best thing about it. It's like, no, we should be doing stuff like this. He's bad. He wants mm. to kill people. Why the hell are you still hesitating? Yeah. Uh, you know, no, we have to be peace of talk. No, he didn't want yeah, to talk it's, about it. He has all the power right now. Kill him. Right? It's, it's such a yeah, and it's such a nice little the the way that they do it in Clone Wars, right? Because he's he's clearly reveling in it, mm-hmm. but it's it's in it's situations so, where it's justified. Yeah. It's like and here he can just lop somebody's head off because he's mad. Because yeah. you're listening. You're he doesn't doing want it. you to talk to you. He just do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other the other point I wanted to make was the other analog I guess we had was when Morit, the tw- the, the boy twin, uh, kills his sister by pushing her into the lava when they're confronting mm-hmm. Vader, and then he's like, ah, help me, ah. Yeah. And then Vader pulls her out of the lava and says, give me what you know. Like, tell me everything that you know. And so she's like, well, mm-hmm. I'm going to die anyway, so I'll tell you. Take my memory chip, and then it gives you all the evidence you need. And I was just yeah. like, when he pulls her out, I forgot he did that. And I was just like, I, be- I believe, anyway, that, yes, it was for, you know, his knowledge to get this information. But also, there was a little bit of Anakin feeling remorse and for this person who got thrown mm-hmm. into the lava. Because, like... At first, he didn't pull her out, but when she starts begging for her life, that's when he does it. And it's like, well, that's a real strong analog to Anakin getting his limbs chopped off by Obi Wan and burning to death on Mustafar. Gee. And that shit, like, you're, you're saying that he saved her because I know that feel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, basically. Honestly, I think that was part—not the whole reason, obviously, but definitely part mm-hmm. of the reason. The I feel like if she had screamed "I hate you," he would have left her. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. 
<laughs> nope, this is too much like me. <laughs> yeah, it's just like you. the parallels. Oh, God, no, no, no. I feel like we're in like great game grumps or something right now. But I was I was surprised I was surprised at that because she gets it even worse than Vader, right? You oh know, yeah, she's yeah, in there Anakin for a just while. caught fire. She, yeah, she's she submerged. Yeah, I was amazed she survived that. Yeah, well, she comes saying, out as a husk basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and she only lives for like a minute, so yeah. You're saying still, she's just a cyborg like, partially, so she does have yeah, some mechanical parts that uh, might be see, able to hold up better than. And that has to lend some credit to Silo's genius at that point, where you can still function after being so horrifically brutalized yeah. by lava right it, like it goes to show like okay so what did they do for veda or like we've seen him like wade through lava and stuff like this already and just stand in fire because it's it's like heat resistant metal or whatever at this point his boots will burn off but you'll see like the cloth what's still there yep. and so yeah. then it's just like okay well that's menacing but isn't the suit like heating up your body no matter how much regulation that can go through <laughs> so it's like if they've actually put stuff inside him mm. in his because you got to make his lungs grow and everything like that so that middle plate thing that's like pumping his chest or whatever it's just like okay whatever's going through that must be some of the real good stuff yeah <laughs> for you to be standing it, in lava right it definitely makes it a lot more understandable why he sticks with that, you know, apparatus where you can always hear him breathe. Because, yeah. yeah, if it gives him that much protection, it's I think like, that's yeah. a fair trade-off. It's like, breathe silently, but be vulnerable, or breathe like a tank, but mm -hmm. act like a tank, because yeah. nothing yeah. can hit me. Right? I mean, so. you see his cape kind of burning up and stuff like that, but I mean, like, that's... Yeah, it's yeah, got it holes in it, because she was, be she was literally fair. holding her smoldering in his then yeah. cape. Yeah. To be completely fair, like the the entirety of the like the Darth Vader in the comics is how much damage can we do to Vader, and show Vader being this fucking monster. Um, oh, dude! So I can't I can't wait to get yeah. into more Vader stuff because it's it's so much fun. He's such so a when good we talk, in the comics. When we talk about the Tarkin one, you'll see how brutalized he gets. <laughs> I, if we haven't already, oh yeah, I that one shot. He's he's like. Oh. It's so Reaper good. I cannot wait for you looking. to read that. No, it's good. It, it's insane. <laughs> it's so good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and Tarkin's no pushover. You already know that. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> All right. Well, I think that about wraps up all of our thoughts on the Shoot to Run War. So. I don't know, man. I think I have some more. <laughs> I'll speak now. Or forever hold your peace. No, I'm good. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> So, uh, now that we have done our spoiler review, I guess it is time for ratings. So, uh, Dan, let's start off with your rating. My, uh, my rating is, uh, I'm good. going to mute your entire thing. <laughs> <laughs> my, my rating's a seven. I enjoyed it. It's the same, actually, that I gave Vader Volume 1, which I think makes sense. Yeah. And Vader Volume 2. Like, the Vader, like, this, um, this Vader comic uh, run the 2015 comic run is good i recommend reading it if you're a vader fan it definitely gives more depth to vader and emperor palpatine as a, a unit i guess um but there there is stuff in here that is definitely for those vader fans um and anakin fans as we just discussed uh mm. with you know all the analogs to other things and uh, yeah seven i think is a good middle ground for this it's not blow my my shoes off it's not take my breath away it's more of the this is fun I enjoyed it, and, you know, if anybody that came up to me and said, hey, I love Vader, do you have any recommendations to read something that has Vader in it? Here you go. This comic run. All right. Yeah, that all makes sense. How about you, Ed? Uh, this one is an eight for me. Um, I've been pretty consistent with it over the course of this 
Broaden of Vader comics with volume one and volume two as well. It's but it's I'm on the same level of Dan where it's like, you know, it's interesting and you should read this. But I give it the one extra point because of like what I mentioned before and what it, it personally invokes things for me that another casual reader or anything like that would not get that same feeling because I'm I am placing it with something else. Like I brought up the whole old Republic thing where I'm just like, yeah, I can see all what my like Sith mm. warrior looks like. And just like, yeah, in this scenario and I'm picturing different things in there while reading that. So it's like, I'm enjoying it twice or yeah. three times over at that point. So somebody else might not be able to get that same thing. So I give it an eight, but that's a very, very biased eight. <laughs> um, so in brackets, I'll probably put like my real score. If I had to, if you made me take all that away and just all completely on the book, mm. seven. it'd be a seven. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. We're, we're on a sliding scale from seven to eight here because I'm at uh, 7.5. And it's for a, a lot of reasons that are very similar to what Ed mentioned. The Yeah, with the book itself, I'd probably also say like if I just had to read Shutaran War, it would probably be seven. But it's that same kind of thing. Like I, I love the implications of, you know, seeing these differences between uh, Anakin and now Vader. And I, I really like seeing this outsider view of what it's like to be an ally of the Empire, you know, with mm -hmm. everything that Trios goes through and kind of realizing that. It's it's not your typical alliance where you're both equal powers. It's very much that domineering hand of the empire, and it, yeah, just seeing all those little little offshot or all those little points kind of bring the the world together. Um, and then also, like I was saying before, the fact that this is where Triple Zero really comes into his own for me, and I really start enjoying him. And all those factors together is what kind of gives that that nice seven point five. Because you know, looking at that issue to run war on its own, I feel like that also hampers a little bit because then you don't get the connections between all the vader yeah. volumes but yeah 7.5 not bad a pretty solid volume yeah. oh yeah i don't think there's ever been and... a volume where we're like no don't read this but like this <laughs> this is this is one that's like yeah this is definitely recommended like the last yeah. forewarning i have and it's not even that bad of a thing it's just sometimes you get so into the other intrigue that the war that war that's going mm. on almost seems like background noise that's not to say it's bad yeah, yeah. or anything like that. It's just like it's so interesting on what's happening on both sides behind all these lines. Meanwhile, like all these guys are out there firing and shooting and <laughs> droids and everything. And you're just like, yeah. oh, right, that's happening. Yeah. But this now this. Yeah, so, it's, it's it's what we're talking about. The the one problem with Baron Rubik's being right is that mm -hmm. he's he's such a he's so far away from Vader's power level that you don't really focus on him. You more focus on what the characters are doing because. Yes. Yeah you're not really ever scared of Rubik's. Come to this story for intrigue. You will not yes. be disappointed. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, with that being said, I think we're just about done here. So let's head into the outro. Welcome to the end of this episode of Temple Archives. Once again, that is Darth Vader Volume 3, The Shoe to Run War. If you've stuck around this long, thanks for listening to our ramblings, our very informed ramblings. But uh, next episode, we will, we will be jumping back into the High Republic. So we'll be doing High Republic Into the Dark. And I'm very excited about that. It seems like it's going to be fun to go back into 
the High Republic, especially now that we've all read Light of the Jedi. And Test of Courage, come on. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good book, man. Come on. Yeah, it's, it's a good book. It's just, it's a good setup. I, I just, I need to know more. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but uh, anyways, as we round out this podcast, if you've got any thoughts on the Darth Vader series, any queries, you think we're wrong about stuff, you want to point anything out, honestly, anything in, in general, we're just happy to hear, uh, hear you guys, hear from you guys, sorry, English. But uh, anyways, Ed, would you mind telling the viewers how they can get a hold of us? Yeah, so, like, if you want to contact us or anything, we're over at voiceofthepodcast.com. Oh, <laughs> you can find us, you can find all our contact info there as well. We've got okay, you gotta stop. Our... It's, gonna, it's, gonna kill, it's gonna kill all of us. <laughs> I can understand why Anakin turned to the dark side now. <laughs> Try that again, Ed. Come on now. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll leave all this in. <laughs> Alright. No, you have to, you just, just go right into it. We're leaving all this in. <laughs> oh, okay, so if we want oh, to God damn. this in... <laughs> Get out of here, Anakin! <laughs> you were a brother to me! Like Skelly but again, but even worse. We have two characters now, Skelly and Anakin. I hate this. Skelly and emo Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> right, but yes, so all this info, and you can find that episode, damn it, Skelly, it was one of our first ones. Yeah, that was our first couple archives. Voiceoftheforce.com um, If you listen to that one and really hate the Skelly voice as much as we all do, really. Oh, that, uh, was, that was godly. You can email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com or you can contact us on social media. We've got Twitter, we've got Instagram, Facebook. At all those sites, you can find us just by searching for Voice Force Pod. That is Voice Force Pod. Um, we post a lot, especially on Twitter. So if you retweet anything there, uh, it could be episode tweets, it could be a funny joke you've seen, another Mandalorian cosplay that got lost in translation somewhere. It does help with growing our listener base and is very much appreciated. And finally, listen, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all other major podcast platforms. <laughs> Are you enjoying the torments of Vader? I will be sending him on more adventures in the future. Once you hear Volume 4, I will be there, waiting for you. <laughs>